Dark, brought to you by the Ark of E Network. My name is Noah. And my name is Gavin. And we're the Blanchard Brothers, back with just a proper music arc episode for the first time in, I think, ever, Gavin. Yeah. It's always been a top ten list or some sub-series. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to call this episode one. This is just tentatively titled, What We've Been On Lately, Volume 1, September 2018. I was like... How about we have a venue to just talk about whatever we want to, whether it be new music, old music, just whatever we're listening to currently. So the plan hopefully going forward is Gav and I will get together at least once a month and share about five songs each that we've been kicking around. You know, maybe we'll play some videos for each other. We'll, we'll see what happens. Be a yeah. fun time. And hopefully these are songs the other one has not heard, but we'll, we'll see how all of that goes. But yeah. I figured this would be a fun, just generalized music arc thing we can do on a regular basis. And of course, we still are planning several, like, mini-series, etc., etc. But just so we always have something to fall back on, essentially, every month. And uh, we can kind of also chart, you know, I assume we'll be bringing some new stuff to the table, or at least from this year. And we can kind of be charting what we like and what we're listening to as we roll into our uh, year-end list, of course. So, uh, with that in mind... I told you to come up with about five. Yeah. What what you got, man? I got, I got a good bit. I'm trying to, I don't know. I, I don't know if I want to go with like my most recent, like on my iTunes, like what my most played on my Apple Music, or if I just want to go with like the last five things I actually downloaded to listen to, because some of them might be new. Some of them, you know, might be older, but I think you may have heard most of them. I'm, it, this is interesting because I'm like, do I want to try and like, Throw something new at him that he hasn't heard. Do I want to? Do I finally want to bring him something? Because like you know, we just did all that why stuff, and you brought me all that. So I'm just I'm debating on what what my most recent five. I mean, it's not like I'm going to pull something that I haven't actually heard out of nowhere. I mean, obviously I'm going to you know stick to the rules, but it's just kind of. <laughs> I don't know. I got to figure out what what angle I'm going to come at this with. Okay, well that was a lot of preamble. Yeah. Um. So given that I guess I guess I'm sort of hosting again back in the in the driver's seat, as it were. Yeah. So I'm gonna make you go first. What do you want to throw at me? Okay. You gonna give me an old song that it's like, hey man, do you remember how great this is? Or are you gonna give me something new that maybe I haven't heard? Or somebody you've been yelling at me about to like check out who I've probably ignored you on? What What are you going with? Um. And yeah, I'll you, go with. Uh, do you want to just pull it up? Yeah, I'll pull it up okay. on the uh, well, on the I old. Got my phone. Do you want to pull up a video or do you want to play it off Spotify? Um, pull up a video. So you wait. You tell me your phone is connected to the Spotify is connected to the PS4 currently remotely f- through my phone. Oh shit! And then yeah. we can also play YouTube videos because the YouTube app is open right now. So what do you want to do? So if we play it off your phone, is it going to play off the TV too? Yes. What a time to be alive! It's technology, man. baby. It's technology, yeah. baby. Just give me that phone. Okay. All right. Don't look at any of my recents because they might be stuff I'm picking. Just put it on the. Let's say, is there not just a search? Yeah, it's on search right now. So this will either be some lovely banter time with yours truly, or or we'll cut this out. I don't know, but Gavin is figuring out how to work Spotify on my phone. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. 
I know this song. I think this this next little bit is the reason why I love this band right here coming up. But yeah, it's uh, um, The Revivalist. The album's uh, Men Amongst Mountains. It actually came out in 2015, but I heard this. Uh, God, where was I at? I was out somewhere, and I heard this, and I was like, this is catchy. And it's it's, I, it's one of those things where I don't listen to pop radio or like popular radio or mm-hmm. like 104.7, like what's now. So I imagine by the time I hear- 104.7, dude, I haven't thought about that in years. Yeah. I don't listen to the radio at all. Yeah. but I mean, you haven't been in Columbia in a while, but 96.7 Steve FM is still rolling. And, uh, but I just, I don't, I don't really listen to the radio. And I, I was thinking about it the other day, I don't really know where I get- my new music from because new music again like this this is new to me but it was 2015 commercials three years people, ago commercials yeah people walking down the street mm-hmm. hearing it in headphones movies. hearing it from cars moving cars yeah i don't know yeah movies i mean the past two three years podcasts have kind of taken over but tv shows huge thing yeah also as well so so but, but yeah um, i i actually know this one as well it's a catchy little number it mm-hmm. hasn't li- really driven me to like check them out as a band maybe i should i will say that but, album is is dope and they just have a new single out too i'm going to listen to that in a little bit okay but uh yeah revivalist um you know wish i knew you all right i'm de- i'm debating whether i want to throw something new at you that you may have already listened to or uh most of mine are new picks, or relatively new picks, all from this year, actually. But uh, I, I've actually got a video from oh. a couple of mine. Well, I will avert my eyes so that I don't know what's going on. I was going to say, is that Tom York? Yes, it is. It's Tom York. And that is the first song. 
from the forthcoming Suspiria soundtrack, which will be out in October. Movie's out in November, but this is Suspirium, okay? Hmm. So I immediately was expecting straight-up instrumentals for this whole album, yeah. okay? So the fact that we get lyrics to begin with, I was like, okay, okay. And I'm wondering how the, some of them will be used in the context of the movie, and maybe they'll be used like sans vocal, because that's a beautiful just like waltz, basically, melody, and you could picture them doing like a routine to it, almost. Oh, I, yeah. It lo- didn't look like you were watching any of the video, but... Well, I didn't... Re- I mean, you know, I didn't know what we were doing past this, plus I was trying to get my next one in order. That's, that's cool. But, but it sounds good. I, I like it. Yeah, very, very moody and melodic and very light, and that's my question, I guess, is like, I'm wondering what that turn is going to sound like. Yeah. Um, and if he'll kind of, just to avoid direct comparisons, I'm curious if he'll like kind of avoid going into very stringy territory, which is kind of what Johnny Greenwood's a little bit more known for as yeah. far as his like intense moments of his scores in Derby Blood and a little bit in Phantom Thread as well. So, yeah. But I'm excited. I'm still a little, I'm tentatively very, very excited for the movie. But I think the music being produced for it, regardless, is going to be astounding. So I look forward to the soundtrack. We get that, I believe, October 28th, uh, like the week before the movie comes out. So, yeah. Dope. Look forward to that. That was Tom York with Suspirio. Okay. I got a video I can show you this time. Okay. Let me get you the... I love it. And uh, are you talking R.E.M. Remy or you talking you two to me? It's always... Let me get that dongle. Toss me the dongle. We don't have a dongle here. We just have a PS4 controller. And a cell phone, and that's all you need, amateur podcasters. If you're if you're listening, uh, we got a pretty sweet setup going in this new studio B. So I don't know if you're hearing the music uh, as it plays live, or if we're dropping it in afterwards. I you know I'll I'll listen back and see how it goes. But regardless, I, I guess this is probably a good time while Gavin is figuring out his next pick to shout out Mr. Nathan Hussey, who is editing, mixing, and mastering this episode. So uh, thanks, Nate. And thank you for uh, what I learned from 2000s Pop, because everybody, mul- multiple listeners, reached out to me to say it sounded really, really good. So, okay. All right. Gavin's got something going. What are we listening to? There's some snow on the screen. Oh, Our you're going to describe the video melting. Yeah, I was also going to say, if at any point in any of these, you're just like, dude, shut up and like... Oh, no, you're or, good. No, or you want to pause mine because you have a thought, like, it's totally fair game to pause it anyway. Help me help you start 
that is Talk is Cheap. Oh, I think I'm actually fast-forwarding it all the way because I threw the control on You're You're rewinding back to the beginning of the video. Just say what you're going to say. Anyway, that's uh, Talk is Cheap from Chet Faker, but that is not his actual name. In 2006, the artist Nick Murphy from Australia decided that he was going to drop that moniker and just continue forward as Nick Murphy. And I think it's funny because you, you started talking about this video. I don't know what it is in Australia, but it seems like they have a fascination with stop motion stuff because that other big Australian hit from a couple years ago, somebody that I used to know. Gautier. Yeah, it was all just like painting. And it was like, you know, boom, 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 boom. And then it was all like stop motion that. I just think that's weird that that that's two artists using the same kind of technique in a video. That's just re- shocking. That yeah. People would use similar techniques in music videos, which follow trends all the time. I know. Like, what the ridiculous. fuck are you talking about? I don't know. It's just interesting. I'm sure there's more Australian bands that have, or more just bands, period, that have used stop motion that you could compare it to. Maybe yep. even shot for shot. Pretty cool video, though, from what you're showing me. Vague, I may have listened to this song. I don't know. But I, I, I dug it. Yeah. I like it. I like the And I definitely am glad he dropped that name because I'm much more inclined to listen to somebody named Nick Murphy and somebody named Chet Faker, if I'm being honest, because he sounds like a, I don't know, like a shitty mumble rapper or something. It's yeah. the the idea I get in my head when I hear that name. But okay. Yeah. So I like I, the intro because it, it reminds me of um, Tim Capello, I still believe. All right. So um, I would I would be inclined to check out more. So he has a okay. cover of No Diggity that okay. went international, like went big. I think that's one people may know him okay. from. But uh, he's pretty good. I just you know check, check him out. out. There's there's probably a playlist on Spotify. I'm sure. Okay. Um, that had what I'm sure you would agree is a little bit of an electronic vibe. Yeah, it's okay. the it's the whole album's me, like electronic. Uh, let me keep it in that vein. Yeah. And uh, this one you do need to watch, but I gotta ask: Are you prone to seizures, brother? Mm-mm. Okay, just making sure. Toss that. Toss the dongle. <laughs> I don't know if I am, but we'll find toss out. Toss the troller. Alrighty. Close your eyes, and you got you got to actually watch this one. I will. If it starts fucking with you, it's okay. All right. If I fall out on the floor. You'll know what to do. Here I we hope. go. Actually, there's an ad. Oh, here here goes YouTube. Okay. The Eastwood TIG Welder. <laughs> you can go to eastwood.com to get their tungsten grinder as well. They are not sponsors of this show. They are sponsors of YouTube. Thanks to YouTube for not sponsoring this episode.
Alright, so that was T69 Collapse by Aphex Twin, released just a couple weeks ago. What did you think of that, brother? Um, I, de- I definitely enjoy, like, the uh, the back half. Visually... A little too chaotic for you. Little, visually, first. just a little bit too much too too much going on. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I enjoy it. I enjoyed the song. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's weird, because I, I, I kind of want to play another one in the same vein, because I haven't listened to a lot of electronic stuff, but I think you may have heard it. Okay. But I'm going to need Spotify for it, because there is no video, so that makes right. no point. All good. Toss you the, the second dongle. So this would be my third one, right? That is correct, sir. dig it i dig survive good late night driving music sure we're gonna get oh, yeah. a bunch of new cool stuff for season three whenever that actually happens i hope they hit the 2019 date we'll see anyways um okay do you have any thoughts on that one like no i mean it's it's one of those i feel like there's a ton of survive out there and you know survive isn't just those two like with you know that, that do stranger things but i feel like stranger things has pushed electronic music into the forefront and you know, uh, Carpenter himself did. Uh, he lent his voice to um, Gunship Technoir from Gunship, uh, and I feel like it's just made a big comeback. Um, I don't really. I mean, you could probably argue that DJs like you know Calvin Harris and uh, David Guetta and all these different DJs have kind of helped keep it in the mainstream. But I feel like the uh, what do they call that? Um, What's the word for like, it's like basically like club music and like party music. It's not, not, it's not dubstep, but it's like just EDM, EDM. That's it. Yeah. What a, electronic e- dance music. Yeah. But that's, I don't consider survive EDM. I consider them just like an electronic well, band. There's so, it's so vague. The term I get it. Like you can't. Yeah, exactly. There's so many acts, but like okay. there's, there's purists that like only use equipment from the eighties to make music. There's mm-hmm. people who incorporate all different types of sounds. And like, I was just going to say, like, I agree with you stranger things has like i it's kept it in the forefront i guess but to me this trend towards like sense kind of coming back and like people being a little bit more aware of like this like 80s throwback vibe even though it was on a smaller scale i feel like culturally it really started with drive and yeah 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 no, yeah definitely i'll and give you that yeah that, like actually selling really well mm-hmm. and kind of 
you know, spreading out from there. So, and I'm even going to say on the, the video game side of things, Hotline Miami. And oh, yeah. The soundtracks they put together for those turned me on to like so many different like new electronic artists that I had no awareness of before. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Bill, um, he added me to some group. And I found out about so many different bands. I'm like, holy shit. And uh, I went over to his place a while ago and I had never seen anybody like actually work a synthesizer. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, it looked like a tiny piano that like a, a monkey would play. But Bill is over there just playing two or three notes. He's turning these different knobs, making these frequency waves and all that. And I'm like, dude, I, I thought you had to know how to play. He's like, I don't know how to play piano. And I was like, I thought you had to know how to play piano to do this. And he said, <laughs> no. It's just. Just, it's just make it like, stuff. Oh, I was like, okay, good together. Yeah. yeah so I experimenting. Yeah, and I have to do it every now and then on Spotify on my phone. Like, put a little thing to get out on Spotify GarageBand on my phone. Just put a little drum beat down and add something over it and mess with it and stuff. I try to come up with like a cool little intro song for us, but I like the I like what we got going. We just keep things, you know, pretty much as they are. So this is your third one. Is there an ad? Or is it ready to roll? It's it's ready to roll. But okay. don't look at the screen for a second or two. Um, I was just you know. I'm sure we have plenty of fans that so you can just look at me, brother. Just look, look, look at me. Look at me. Look at me in the fucking eyes. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to get through this. I was just going to say, I feel like we, we probably do have a decent amount of listeners that are into electronic music or open to it, but just so we don't go down the rabbit hole of like this entire episode becoming about this, I'm going to change it up. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And my next one will be changing up anyway. Absolutely. Uh, this is very, very new, hot off the presses, uh, just maybe a week old at this point. I don't know if you've listened to any of this. So, or because you haven't brought it up to me, but well, let's just, let's just, let's just do it. All right, fine. Can I look now? In a second. Okay, yeah. What? What? Oh my God, dude. Really? Is this what everybody's talking about? Maybe I just don't know when to turn around and walk away But all the hate, I call it walk on Watergate I've had as much as I can tolerate I'm sick and tired of waiting, I done lost my patience I can take all of you motherfuckers on it once You want it shady, you got it Is that the one that everybody's been freaking out about? I mean, the album as a whole everybody's been freaking out about what that, song? that was fall from eminem's new record kamikaze which was just dropped out of nowhere last week yeah 
well, last week as of when we're recording this. I don't know when you're yeah. hearing it, but, you, you know, it's probably still in the conversation. Or maybe it's passed through the news cycle. Somebody just told me that MGK said, like, released another track back as, like, a... I mean, li- the majority of the album is just calling out people, like, left and right. So the the opener, the ringer, which I also could have played, there's just no video for it. And I also, I knew you would want to hear the Justin Vernon. Oh, God, yes. So a little behind the scenes, this has been plenty publicized as well. He's pretty pissed that they released this song, period. Who? Justin Vernon. Really? Because he, a lot of people have reacted, as has happened with like every single Eminem record ever, the homophobia, like what's viewed by some as like misogyny, just too intense, whatever, et cetera. But specifically the Tyler, the creator line, mm-hmm. okay, which is, is one of those cases where I'm like, he's, it's, if you're actually listening, he's not actually calling him the F word. Mm-hmm. He's saying how Tyler, the creator called himself that, which he in fact did. Yeah. He's just referencing something that literally happened, mm-hmm. but it's being built up as like, yeah, it's completely homophobic and like, you can't. You can't use that word in 2018. It's bleeped even on the album. Even on the explicit version of the album, you don't actually hear that word. Mm-hmm. But Justin Vernon tweeted and he was like, yeah, I asked him to kill the song. Like, apparently he recorded it for a session that was like under contract or something. So like they own that hook. Yeah. Regardless, like he didn't have a say in it. And apparently he asked them to kill the song and he was like, I think it's a tired message, blah, blah, blah. I guess just like going after people. But that's kind of like, I feel like that's the only way Eminem functions. Like anymore at this point he's had several a series of albums culminating with revival from last year which pretty much universally across the board was panned and i i'm one of those people who like wrote it off as well and i still don't think it's i don't think it's a good record was relapse before revival yeah relapse was like a while like and that's why everybody everybody thought that was that's the one that has berserk with rick rubin on it right relapse um no i'm pretty sure revival has rick rubin produced all of uh, revival, which I think is its biggest problem. Kamikaze is back to it's just him and Dr. Dre together. Uh-huh. That's it. I feel like, you know, Ruben's a legend in his own right, but I would just argue that like the last high profile handful of like profile albums he's worked on, I feel like he's almost on autopilot and it was so like sample and hook heavy. And that's not necessarily what I don't know about you, but that's not what I think of when I think of Eminem. No. It's like having to have a hook or a chorus for I every just, single like, song. And that's what that's Squire. a lot of what Revival had. And just some really clunky like metaphor and stuff on it. But anyways, I really, really like Kamikaze. And of course it's hitting all the controversial but it feels like we're back in like the late nineties yes. when he was first bursting on the scene. And then there's some people who are also just like oh, he's tired, man, he's just an old man, he needs to, like, shut the fuck up and stop, like, talking shit about all these younger artists because it's basically, basically in the course of the album, it's like, if you're not, if you're not Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Joyner Lucas, I think he references as well, basically, if you're not, like, one of those people, fuck you, I'm coming for you. Like, everybody else sucks, I don't like where the, the current state of the genre is, I don't like mumble rap, I don't like trap music, you know, it's not my style. So, yeah. I think it's really fun to watch from a completely removed perspective because it's like, I like this album, there's, like, I think topped, it's one of those, like, when I was listening to it last week, because, again, it got dropped out of nowhere, I was, like, waiting for that track to be like, okay, whatever, I'm going to skip this one, or, you know, maybe it's not as great as everybody's making it out to be, the people that really, really dig it. And there's really only, like, one track on this entire album that I that I don't care for, and I think everything else has, like, memorable verses or sections of it that I really dig, and it feels like, it feels like classic Eminem. And whether you like that or not, you know, kind of determines how you're going to respond to it. But I feel like for a lot of us that grew up on him and have seen the different stages at this point, 
it's like he he's back. I think he's back. Yeah, I think he's doing the best shit he's done in a while. So I'm definitely gonna have to listen to him. Definitely go listen to the Ringer, the opener from the album. That's where he pretty much calls out everybody. But uh, anyways, so yeah, your boy Justin Vernon. I love the hook on the song. Oh God, he, yes, I, he does not want it on there, and he's I, yeah, publicly and that's like, un, not that's, a fan that's of really it. unfortunate. I, I get cause, it, but because I'm like. What do you? I always look at it. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're doing this. You're doing that. Okay, you got other stuff going on. That's why I don't have another. You know, um, what do you want to hear? Uh, a little bit of something else that came out the same day. Sure. Also for Mr. Justin Brandon. We won't count this as your second one. No, your uh, number two. Yeah. Big Red Machine by Big Red Machine. It's a new super group, basically. Big, Big Red Machine has another album out. I, do they have an EP that I'm unaware of, or maybe it's just not on Spotify? I mean, I've heard a bunch of stuff from Big Red Machine. Okay. Well, this is, of course, the collaboration between Justin Vernon of Bonifair and uh, members of The National, mostly, yeah. and just all sorts of people who circle their little collective of musicians. So I'm, I'm not editorializing here. I'm just... I'm just poking a little fun. I feel like maybe the reason that he was so against the Eminem track is that the album got stealth released out of nowhere. He probably didn't even know it was going to be on there. And it comes out the same day as, you know, he's releasing his new project's latest <laughs> full length. And uh, yeah, so hmm. I'm not saying it's without merit. I'm just saying maybe he was a little pissed that like, okay, now all the focus is on this one song that I did instead of the, the album that I just released, but. Well, now I'm torn because I had a big, oh, excuse me. That song is called Big Red Machine. It was just him and someone else. I thought, well, maybe that's where it comes from. But it's uh, it's the other Desner brother from The National that's like the main Aaron. feature in it. Yes, Bryce is, if I remember, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with The National. I do like their most recent record quite a bit. Just narrowly missed my top 10 last year. Okay, uh, so yeah, you should check that out. It's, I mean, it's, it's a full length. It's about 45 minutes long. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Uh, I would say just from first impressions, I liked it more than Bon Iver 3. So, uh, that's, that's all I really have to say about it. Take from that what you will. Okay, so it is still technically your turn. I believe this will be your fourth choice, sir. Uh... Make it good. You only got two left. Yeah, because I was listening to one that I want. It kind of keeps us in the vein, just because of you know what you were talking about before. So if you will politely let me have that dongle back, I will. Uh, I don't know if I can find it on here, but we'll look for it. Thank you. 
Yeah, still think it's overproduced. All really? I have to say about it. Really think it? You really think it's overproduced? You think that? What you think they were shooting for a Grammy this time? I think he just overthought it. I really do. I think there's just that album is the result of way too much tinkering. Yeah, it just at some point you gotta you gotta let a song be a song, dude. You like you can't just keep morphing it and fucking with it. Eventually, you're gonna you're gonna break what works like structurally about it. But I don't know. I told you I had a very visceral reaction to the third one. Yeah, I you did. did. And that has like crossed over into pretty much everything he's done post this the second full length Bonavere. But I well, did you I want like know. another second full length Bonavere? What did you I mean? What did you want from the next outing? Like that's I, what I'm that's what I'm curious about. I'm all for people changing shit up. I just I I think he went too far into the electronic end of things and like exploring that space. And that's why I feel like the the fourth one maybe a little bit more restrained or like here's what I learned from working on the third one if we get a fourth and here's one. it polished yeah i don't know but it just i don't know dude and i'll if forced under some weird circumstances by whatever we end up doing in the future i i will listen to it again and keep an open mind but every time i listen to a track off of that i like elements of it i like parts of it but there are other elements that clash so dramatically with it that just don't work for me hmm. and i like weird juxtapositions and like tempo changes and stuff like that but i just I don't know, man. And that's one of the more approachable ones on the album. I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I mean, God is probably the one everybody could approach the most. There's just not a ton of changes in it. But I just, I don't know. And it's the same thing that happens with every AFI album. I I listen to it one time, and I'm like, oh, well, this is it? All right. And it's not the greatest. And then I get time with it. And then I, you know, then out of nowhere, it's like, oh, okay, this is what he's doing now. This is what's going on. This is the new album. So, yeah. All right, uh, so I got two more for you. You got one more for me? Yes. Is that correct? Okay. to you a couple times maybe well i had a hard time deciding which one to play for you they released an album on on 420 of this year if i remember mm-hmm. correctly while we were in new york actually huh yes uh called vide noir and uh it is currently my favorite album of the year it it's a top to bottom stone cold new classic as far as i'm concerned i've been i've listened to more than half of it pretty much every day on my commute it's a great bike riding album. It's a great driving album as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
let me just basically say, if, if we do, in fact, do one of these for November, or excuse me, one of these for October and November, I'm going to play you more of their music because they're like one of my new favorite bands. And I got turned on to them by Colin like a while ago. And their first two are more on the folksy side in general. But this one, like just, it's it's everything coming together and a kind of a big departure, but in the best possible way. Uh, so I encourage you to listen to the whole thing, but I will be playing you some more tracks. I just hmm. wanted to show you that one because they got a video for it. A little bit of a public access meets Twin Peaks vibe to it. Kind of a little Lawrence Welk show yeah, as well. Yeah, a little Lawrence Welk show as well. I could see little, that. A little uh, Buddy Holly from the uh, Guys in Weezer yeah. felt that way. For sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so go check that out. Yeah. And we'll, we'll talk more about them in the future. And I can already tell you, they're definitely going to be... Very, very high up on the on the year-end top 10. Right now, they're sitting at the number one slot. We're going to see if anything uh, anything knocks it off. Okay? So, you know, one more from you. Mm-hmm. And then I'll uh, I'll wrap us out with a nice little positive send-off. But uh, what you got for me? You need the... Which dongle do you need? I'll go with the Spotify one. Spotify. Okay. Do you think, big baby? I'm bout it, bout it. As many bout it's as you got. This is a PSA, by the way. Um... Not, not even a PSA. This is a all points bullet, an APB. If anybody knows where we can find Smart Guy seasons, was it just one, one and two, one and two maybe? I mean, they get. I don't know if anybody knows where we can find Smart Guy or purchase a DVD slash Blu-ray. Let us know. Or if you like have all the episodes taped on VHS, let us know. Inquiring for a friend for a future <laughs> TV arc project. Yes. All right. Is that enough banter? Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, where did you go, Spotify? Here we go. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I downloaded it the other night after you text me. Snowman, how are your vocal cords? Well, my vocal cords are fine. I'm a little worried about Fred now. <laughs> he's been gnawing everything in the cab of this truck, barking and screaming. I think he's turned into a stalk of bananas. Come back. What's your 20? About 16 miles this side of Mississippi. Whoa, hold it. I just passed. Another Kojak with a Kodak. This place a problem with bad. Where the hell are you? Come back. I'm still trying to get rid of that Texas County Mountie. I don't know what the hell he wants. You know what he wants. I mean, how would you like to be the dude that handcuffs a legend? <laughs> Listen, give me five minutes. We're going to put some moves on that mother. I'll meet you at Ole Miss. Well, you better hurry or we can just kiss that money goodbye. You understand that? I'll read you loud and clear. 10-4. You got the one snowman, I'm eastbound and down. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we gotta run to me. Boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana, and we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. Put you up down on the pedal, son, never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out, cause we gotta run to me. The beers are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. Yeah, man, I got a little sad the other day when you texted me, and I was just yeah. like, you know um, what? This is this is it. 
Again, I, I, I don't to. know when you're hearing this, but good old Bandit himself. Yep. Yeah. Old Burt Reynolds passed away a couple days ago. And uh, yeah, man. Reynolds style. I don't, I don't know yeah. what to say. I watched Boogie Nights immediately that night. Still probably my favorite thing he's ever done. But I saw that Spokey and the Bandit is streaming on Prime right now. Mm-hmm. Ready for anybody to revisit a great 70s classic. Yeah. Which I plan on doing in the next couple of days. But uh, that is... I miss when movies had songs attached to them. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wish that would kind of come back in a bigger fashion. That would be pretty cool. I miss but, bands doing all the music and stuff. Yes. Like ACDC cool. doing all of Max Overdrive, Queen doing all it of Highlander. occasionally now. Yeah. It's mostly indie movies. I think that's like, what I like about yeah. Stranger Things. Because it harkens back to, like, they're not doing, there's not, a, there's not a hit song that goes along with it. But it is a band that's, you know, electronic bass, it's verse, that like, they're all fans of that stuff from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not Survive, an electronic band doing electronic music for Stranger Things, it's still in that vein of like, they're almost the full band doing the soundtrack for and the score for the entire thing. You know? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Queen doing Highlander. I think that's great. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's one of those I wish I don't... I wish that would come back. But anyways, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds. Yes. I, we mentioned it here because I don't know that we're doing a movie arc anytime soon Probably or we not. would have the chance to cover that. And I guess it kind of feels weird to then not mention that, yes, literally yesterday, as of when we're recording this, Mac Miller died. Yeah. Who I am admittedly not familiar with pretty much at all. Me? Are you? No. Okay. I was going to ask you if there was like a, a track you could shout out that we could play as a little like a tribute or, or something, but I guess... That that we'll just put that out there as a question to our listeners. If if you're listening and you're a fan of him, what's what should we check out? Because I've heard he's somebody who got kind of pigeonholed into one particular genre and then kind of tried to break out of it and did so with some success. And uh, you know, seems like critics kind of turned a corner on him as well, just from what I've been reading in all the obits, etc. So, uh, is he somebody that we should check out or delve into? And if so. Should we start with early stuff? Should we listen to the later albums? Yeah. You know, if you want to send a playlist our way, something of that nature. I did throw some of them on last night when I first, I was literally at the gas station and the cashier was like, do you hear Mac Miller died? And I was like, no, I hadn't heard that. And she took that as like, do you, do you not know who Mac Miller is? And I was like, no, I do. I was like, I guess I just missed that in the news cycle. And I wanted to be like, I mean, I know that is a person and I know what he looks like visually. But I have no idea any, I couldn't tell you a single one of his songs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So let us know, thearchivee at gmail.com, if there's something we should check out. To end on a, what I think is going to be a very positive note, I, I got I got one left, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is, is it.
No, no, I love this song. I listened to this you album. You did listen to it when I the told enti- you to. The entire album. I'm shocked. I'll download it right here. Look. We hadn't said anything about it. Well, we hadn't talked about it. So you hadn't brought them up <laughs> since. Well, shit. Okay. Well, that's a pleasant surprise. So you 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 dig it? Um, which <laughs> one is that? Is that slipping or running? I like that's slipping. Running. I like slipping. I like running, and then um, synchronize. But yeah, I love all. I yeah, mean, the whole, no, dope. the whole thing. The whole is amazing. Dope, yeah. I just I went with. The, again, because I didn't know if you'd listen to it, no. I went with like the biggest single so far. No, this I love is of it. course from uh, we've mentioned him somewhere on here, but Wahada, the yeah. uh, collaboration between Mr. Reggie Watts and producer John Tejada. Okay, the album is called Casual High Technology. It is amazing. It will definitely be on my top ten as well. Just we we've covered a lot of electronic music this episode. Yeah, shocking. Just like might I did as well not be think we were going to Gavin's that. electronic corner. Well, that's that's what I'm. But why I'm interested in doing this is because I'm like, even if we have ones planned going into it, I feel like what we play for each other kind of affects. Like, oh, dude, this reminds me of this one, or like, let me play you this if you haven't exactly. Heard it yet. So you know, it can adjust on the fly, and hopefully, there'll be kind of a cohesive thread through each episode. But but I don't think we have to focus on genre when we're planning it out. Just whatever you want to bring to the table. Yeah. Um, but does this not like, I think the reason I've responded to it so strongly, does this not feel like we're dialing it back, but in a good way to like the best parts of like nineties European electronic music Yes, and also mid nineties, like R and B and American dance music. You're, you know, your CNC music factories, your black box, all of that sort of stuff. Mm hmm. Doesn't it sound like the perfect fusion of that with like a modern spin on it? Yeah, exactly. And I just, it's so, it's perfect driving album. It just makes me feel good. It's like a total feel good record. And I just, I do, I have not gotten tired of listening to it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's an amazing record. Very, very close to my, my top five. So interested to see where that one stacks up by the time we get to the end of the year. But I, for me right now, it's, it's the electronic album of the year, like bar none for that genre. I want more of this, and I hope they continue to collaborate together. And more importantly, I hope they tour the East Coast and I can go see this live because I've always wanted to see Reggie Watts live. But in this capacity, it would be even more amazing. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, no, this was um, this was a nice surprise. Because, I mean, I feel like that is... When did we... Is, was this, like, during recording why I played you... Yes, you played... I played you some Reggie Watts solo mm-hmm. and told you about Wahada or yes. mentioned them. Okay. And I may have even played them for you in the room, like a little bit. I can't remember. But. You may have. I just remember being in, in, in a headphone somewhere, and I was like, what All is right. this? Well, uh, since that's one that we agree on, at least, and we've already, maybe uh, maybe we'll play Slippin' as the outro. Yeah. Does that work for you? We can okay. do that. So, uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this. I, I hesitate to say long, because I don't know how much it's going to be edited down to. But yeah. Hopefully you've enjoyed this uh, this new fun structure. Again, we want to do these about once a month. Um, if you think there needs to be a little more structure to it, a la genre, or we should only focus on recent music, like let us know. But for now, it's going to be just a venue for us to share what we've been listening to. And I mean, maybe we'll get a random guest on here in yeah, the future. Yeah, could work. And they can bring five songs to the table as well. Then we get a nice little roundtable discussion going. 
I guess maybe we need five for a round table. Yeah. Because otherwise it's just a regular square table. I feel like if you do five on a round table, you could just do each person bringing one song and we just listen to it and dissect it and talk about it in the yeah, room. Yeah, in its entirety. That's, yeah, that's I think something that would be we good. could do at some point if we can actually fit five people in one of our studios yeah. at once. But uh, yeah, probably have to do a Skype or a phone call sort of situation. Anyways, I I enjoyed this. Let that us know if you enjoyed it. If you if you do not want more of these in the future, you know, it's not it's not gonna hurt my feelings. It's just a little something I came up with. Totally original idea, by the way, Gavin. Like pat me on the back, you know. Yeah, I did. Monthly I, music review show. Yeah, this is yeah. Um, where people bring a top five list. It's never been done before. I just want to say it has never been done before. Really? Right? Like did you research this? Yeah. Oh. A lot of research. I'm I'm literally I'm trying to provoke people to email me and be like, you know, you're not actually <laughs> just so somebody will send something. So yeah, let us know what you thought. That's the archive at gmail.com. Follow all of our stuff we've got going on. We're on Instagram at the Arc of E Network, on Twitter at the Arc of E. Gavin is on Instagram. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Keep that running. A little more Wahada right there. Okay. Um yes, Gavin is on Instagram at gingerbeardman with two, two ends. And yes. he is also on Twitter at Starlord Bro. You can Star-Lord yell at him Bro. about his his taste and tell him some stuff to listen to. Did you like? Did you like my can, last tweet about the, can the, bring 2000s? To the table? Yes, I did. Okay, you got them all in there. Really, proud most of them. Great response so far to the 2000s episode, and uh, you know we released it a little late in the day on Wednesday. But uh, actually, oh oh, we can do this right now. You want to check numbers together? Yeah, we can. All right, we haven't done this in a while. Yeah, before we wrap out here. We're going to let Gavin know how his uh, revival of, uh, hey, bringing it full, not really full circle because we didn't start with it, but I said revival. Revivalists. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that does bring it full. Holy shit. Yeah. I was more thinking of, you know, Eminem's revival, which we talked about in relation to Kamikaze. Yeah. But you are 100% correct. We did start this podcast with The Revivalist. I did it. Good job. Inadvertently, I did it. Okay. What I learned from 2000's pop. Again, we launched this late in the day on Wednesday. Got 50 downloads, brother. What? You got 50. 50? It's pretty solid. It's not bad. It's it's no when the sun sets east, but it's pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, we did take a week off, or a week and a half, or two weeks. How long is it? What was the gap? I have no idea. We, we did took the- a while off, so some of those people might have been like, is this even a... Is this even a thing anymore? Yeah. Or they were like, they're not talking about why till December. Done. Unsubscribe. Who knows? But uh, it's, it seems like some people stuck around and people hit me up immediately to be like, oh, I'm glad you guys brought this back. Like, it's been too long. A lot of like, just thumbs up. Like, yeah, dude. Because everybody of, of our age group, I feel like they see 2000s pop. They're going to listen to it. Oh, yeah. They're going to get to it eventually. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know how that one continues to do. But out of the gate, um, I mean, over time, some of the other what I learned from are way higher now. They're in like. You know, I think we have at least one or two in the 200 range, but uh, out of the gate, this one super strong. You know, so I just wanted you to know that people are digging it. Well, I think I it's haven't one of gotten those... any emails yet. Did you get any feedback on on Twitter? Or uh, on I haven't Twitter? heard anything from anybody yet. Um, well, again, letting people know we're going to be doing this as a regular monthly thing. If you want to send us anything about any topic, like we will have a mailbag segment. We just got to have some some actual mail to read. I can start just making shit up and passing it off to Gavin as if it's like we have this giant online community that's really, really interactive. Well, see, you, you're I saying, really don't have the time to do that. You're so saying please, that now. Please send like, something, people. If you're saying that now to people, then no one really is because they're going to want to keep it going to where nobody says anything. It'll yeah. just be like for fun now. Like, like yeah. a giant cosmic joke. Yeah. Okay. You know, like Santa Claus. That's fine. 
What? What? Anyways, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think we're done here. Are we I done? think we're good. Is there anything else you want? I think we nailed it. I think this is perfect. I think it was a good idea. First time you've ever first original idea. Uh, first original idea since the Y Show. <laughs> um, everything else has first been original idea. Okay, since the Y Show, and you know everything else has been riding my coattails with you know me bringing back the uh, what was the most popular show before the Y Show. So, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Lost in the fold definitely was. <laughs> but hey, hey, you know, you write your own history. Why? Why? What? <laughs> I meant to say you write your own history, right? As in correct. But what I said was you write your own history, white. Because what I <laughs> was going to say is you write your own history, right, Gavin? Because you're white and you get to. And I was going to get really political with it right there at the end, like a real stinger. Mm. And then I was we were just going to roll out on some yeah. Mojada, but... I don't even know if I'll keep that. No, I don't know why you would. But yes, Gavin, you get to write your own history. Yeah, if you choose to. So you can paddle yes. your own canoe if you want. Yeah. Yes. This is an episode of the Music Arts brought to you by Paddle Your Own Canoe by one Mister uh, Nick Offerman, one man's guide to delicious living. <laughs> Do I like have it sitting on a shelf near you? No, Where I just I thought from? Paddle Your Own Canoe, and I was like, didn't was that a Nick? Yeah, Nick Offerman wrote that book. Yes, that. I definitely give him credit. Okay. Yeah. So we got to come up with a, a cool sign off for these regular music arc episodes, but um, you know, I don't really have one. So for now, I'll just say, so for this week on the music arc, I have been Noah and I've been Gavin and we've been the Blanchard brothers and you've been listening to what we've been listening to. Best thing.